So my friends, today in both the first reading and the gospel, we hear about this idea of the fault of those who want to take very strict ownership over the works of God to the point where they're being prohibitive of others, right? Uh, It's cool. We're reading in the first um, reading from the book of Numbers, uh, and Moses is kind of, he's reached the end of his strength. He needs help governing this entire people of Israel, and not just people on their own merits, they had already set up judges, but rather people imbued with the Spirit of the Lord. And so the Lord says, appoint these 70 elders, appoint the 70, and the Spirit of the Lord would rest upon them. Actually, this is a beautiful uh, meditation upon what the priesthood is in the church, that the bishop is the pastor. Who's the real pastor of St. Francis in New Britain? Archbishop Blair. We're very blessed to have him join us last week. Um, But the bishop can't govern the whole diocese well all by himself, and so there are priests who are appointed, who have a share in the spirit of the Lord through holy orders, uh, who help spread the word of God, and govern God's people throughout the area. All in union, though, with the bishop. But anyway, out of the 70, only 68 show up. And poor Eldad and Medad are staying in the camp. Um, Some people, it doesn't really imply that they've done anything wrong. Uh, They could have just missed the bus up to the mountain, or missed it, whatever it is. But poor Eldad and Medad, they're in the camp. And guess what? God, in his goodness, doesn't not give his gift to them. God in his goodness allows the Holy Spirit to still be poured out upon them. And so they're there. Imagine these two guys. They're just in the camp with everyone else and boom, they're prophesying. They're not on the mountain with the whole crowd. They're in the camp and they prophesy. And when people hear about it, what do you, you know, great, Eldad and Medad, they didn't miss their opportunity. No. Someone hears about it, runs and tells Moses. And then Joshua says, stop them. Moses, stop them. They can't do it. They weren't part of the club. They missed the bus. They weren't here. They can't do that. Would that all of Israel, Moses says, would that all the people of the Lord were prophets? That everyone, that everyone in all of Israel was filled with the Spirit in the same way? That all were that open to the love and the mercy and the message and the Word of God? Moses says, are you jealous for my sake? Are you jealous for me? because of me? You think I'm going to be upset that more people are doing good things? No. You know, I have, to, I have to confess this morning, I'm a little jealous. I am really excited about how many times the Red Sox have won this year. All right? It's a great big three-digit number. And I was a little jealous for the Red Sox' sake when the Yankees got to 100 wins yesterday, all right? I was a little. Somehow their victory makes our victory seem a little less good. But when it comes to spiritual life, we can't have those petty little differences. We can't have it. can't have the jealousy. Someone else's good is somehow my bad. No! Would that all of Israel were prophets? Because there may be more people at some other church in New Britain today. Should we here be jealous? No. Would that every church in the entire Archdiocese of Harvard were filled to capacity today at every Mass? We can't be jealous. We can't be territorial in that way. We can't think that someone else's success is our failure. 
El Dad and Me Dad didn't miss the bus. No, God in His goodness still poured out His mercy and spirit upon them. We get the same thing in the Gospel of Mark, uh, where John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone driving out a demon in your name, and we tried to stop him because he doesn't follow us. He's not part of our club. He's driving out a demon in his own name? No. He's driving out a demon in the name of Satan? No. He's driving out a demon in the name of Christ. And we tried to stop him? Again, you think that just by accident the apostles would sooner or later get the right answer. Right? You think they would just accidentally stumble onto doing the right thing at least once or twice. It seems like they always do the wrong thing. Every single... It should give us great confidence that those are the apostles and they're always messing up. Right? Just a couple of chapters before this, uh, as Jesus, Peter, James, and John are coming down the mountain from the transfiguration, we have the scene where a man has brought his son to the apostles, who's, uh, his son who's possessed. And we hear the apostles couldn't drive out the demon. They tried and they couldn't do it. So imagine how foolish it is when John walks up to this guy who's actually casting out a demon and says, whoa, stop, stop the show, stop. Stop healing that man right there. You're not part of the club. I want to see your credentials. I want to see your exorcist license. How foolish is it to prevent the good works of God because you're not part of our club? Because you don't have the right paperwork? That's ridiculous. But that's exactly what the apostles are doing. Even this man who's doing something that they themselves were unable to do. The apostles are trying to stop them. And it's foolish. It's absolutely foolish that they act in this way. But it can be such a temptation in our church. It can be such a temptation that if you're not part of our specific club, our specific way of doing things, then I don't want you to do anything good. That any success of yours is a failure of mine. That we can become so divided. We could become so, so divided because we don't have all of our right things checked in unison that we want each other to fail at times. That we don't want success. I'm amazed. Sometimes um, we don't have cable anymore next door in the rectory. Um, but when I had cable and I'm at my parents' house, uh, I like to sometimes look at watch Trinity Broadcasting Network. It's a Protestant network. And you see these huge crowds of people that line up to come and see some of these preachers who are not Catholic. Well, you know what? If somebody receives the good news of Jesus Christ in one of those meetings, in one of those times of preaching, on that television channel, if they receive the gospel of Jesus Christ, someone that I would have never met, are you jealous for my sake? No, do not prevent them. Do not prevent someone else from preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ just because they don't follow everything that we do. Don't stop them from the good works they could do. No. Rather, we should rejoice wherever we find goodness, wherever we find the truth of Jesus Christ, we should rejoice in that. Sure, there may be differences, and if we get a chance to talk about those, we totally can. Right? Imagine what it would have looked like if John here, rather than preventing the man, would have said, hey, come and join us. Let's talk about some things. Welcome. Welcome to the band of apostles. Right? Imagine if that would have been, rather than preventing him, welcoming them in. 
trying to have that dialogue, trying to find out some points where maybe there are differences and work through those, but not preventing them. No way. My friends, there is a wideness. There is a wideness in the mercy of God. There's the ability to spread the gospel. And when we see other people having success, we shouldn't try to stop them or judge them or complain about it or secretly really want them to fail. No, we are in the business of the salvation of souls. And so anyone who can help bring someone to meet Jesus Christ, praise God for that person. Praise God. Would that the entire world were prophets. Would that every baptized person was out spreading the gospel with zeal and joy and love. This is our task, to go and bear witness to Jesus Christ. By the grace of God, may we be filled at this Mass with the Holy Spirit so we can bear witness to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, so that we can share in those good works which God wants to accomplish through us, to bring more and more people to receive the merciful love of the Heavenly Father.